The uh, icy moons of uh, the outer solar system are a, lar a group of small bodies uh, that orbit the giant gas planets from Jupiter to Saturn to Uranus and Neptune. And out actually into the Kuiper belt, there's a large number of uh, icy bodies out there as well. And these are uh, medium to small sized bodies, uh, about 1,000 kilometers across or smaller. Uh, dominantly composed at least 50% of water ice because uh, the temperatures in that region of the solar system were colder uh, when the solar system formed. So ice was stable. Uh, it wasn't burned off by the uh, intense sunlight when the sun formed, for example, where we would not have an icy satellite around the Earth, for example. The ices in the outer solar system are actually a mix of, of ices. Uh, it's, it's mostly water ice, that's true, but there's a lot of other uh, what we call low temperature uh, melting materials, including uh, carbon dioxide, uh, carbon monoxide, uh, in fact, on, on the outermost satellites, like on uh, Triton, which orbits Neptune, for example, nitrogen gas is so cold that it'll freeze out onto the surface as, as an ice layer. The reason that we get so excited about these moons is that they have this water ice which is, again, frozen on the surface because the surface temperatures are so cold. But in the interior, it warms up. And the, the interiors of the larger icy satellites, namely Europa and Ganymede and Callisto and Titan, and almost certainly Triton as well, which orbits uh, Neptune, the interior temperatures are warm enough that will actually melt those uh, ices. And if you can melt water ice, you can get an actual ocean which will be buried underneath the, the frozen glacier that we see on the surface that covers these bodies. Our spacecraft that have gone to these bodies have actually detected the magnetic signature of the liquid water oceans that lie deep in, in the interior. In the case of Europa, it's particularly interesting because this liquid ocean lies on top of a silicate rocky core, which means it can interact chemically with it. And if you've got a large body of water in the interior of these bodies, uh, these icy bodies, then that's something that is of interest because that's where a lot of life could exist. Life likes water, at least life as we know it. The fact is that these oceans are deep underground under this ice cap means that there's probably not a lot of sunlight there. It would have to rely on chemical energy. Um, like some of the black smokers we have on, on Earth's oceans, for example. So what the form of such life would take is, is very difficult to, to predict. It's probably going to be a primitive form like bacterial or, or other small uh, microscopic, microscopic life forms. Um, but uh, beyond that, it's, it's difficult but fun to speculate on.